Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional coaching and training company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live or archive. I appreciate each one of you guys. And, you know, again, our show is available on iTunes in the podcast section, so we appreciate your support there. So make sure you subscribe there and check us out there as well as the Stitcher app. So if you have your Stitcher app, make sure you check us out there on the go and also iHeart coming up soon. So I look forward to have all different avenues for you guys to listen to the show. Our today's guest is Robert Retrozelli. He's an owner with Choose Growth, a media and production company for thought leaders. He's also the founder of the Conversion Zone Network a company that connects, inspires, and trains leaders. 
Robert has been described as the catalyst for inspiration, strategic solutions, and transformational shifts for leader and their organization. He has encouraged and coached leaders in over 100 countries while traveling to over 20 nations the past several years while also delivering content to over 150,000 followers through emails and social media. How impressive is that? Thank you so much for joining us, Robert. Welcome to the show. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rhea. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, and uh, we've had several chats uh, over the, the past few weeks, and, and of course, we've been connected for a few years now on social, so great to be on this, on your show finally. I've heard nothing yes. but great things. Appreciate you being here. You know, I wanted to start the show by just sharing, you know, I'm, I always like to, to tell, you know, listeners, I'm, I'm, you know, show my vulnerable side. So um, since, you know, it's still English, my second language, even with my grad school and my degrees and all the stuff, you know, I still, you know, sometimes trying to figure out how to pronounce certain things. So, so I wanted to tell you, I was trying to figure out how you pronounce your last name because we, you and I, we talk so many times, but we never talked last names, right? So yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, so how do you, it's an Italian name, and I was saying, like, maybe Ricardelli or something, so I was trying to, and I didn't want to torture it, so of course, what do you do? You go online, right? You search. So I just wanted to share what I found out when I was searching how to pronounce your name, which is great, because they actually gave me the exact pronunciation of your yeah, name. You did, you, did and you did it great. Thank you. So, but what really grabbed my attention, I'm very like in tune of things. Like I notice things sometimes, maybe most people don't. I notice the code that they have on top of their website. And this is what it says, right? This is from uh, Dale Carnegie. He says, uh, the sweetest sound in the world is the person's own name. And I love that. So I said, you know what? I'm going to open the, the 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 show with that quote. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, welcome again. Thank you for being here. Well, and thanks for pronouncing it and searching to pronounce it correctly. And and one of the one of the things I tell people is, you know, in Italian, the the C and the I when they come together, it makes a CH sound. So Ricciardelli, and ah. when a C when a C and an H is together in Italian, it makes a K sound. So like a chick, chicken cacciatore, you know. It, it, I mean, it's, there's there's a there, there's a C I in there, and then and then uh, the word church in in uh, uh, in Italian is chiesa, uh-huh. and it actually starts with C H. So people think, well, that's chiesa. Okay. Yeah. I, I met a I met a friend named Bob Chiza one day, which means Chiesa, and he goes, I go, you're not pronouncing your own name correctly. Goes, well, that's the way we pronounce it for years from since I was a kid. I go, yeah, but your name is Chiesa. That's how you pronounce it. My, my parents are from Italy, so I it, she would always help me on the you know pronunciation. Pronunciation is uh, these tough words, you know. You know, it's so funny because I actually called my next door neighbor. She's Italian. And left her a message. I'm like, call me. I need your help. <laughs> but then I said, because because there's one site that I go for pronunciation all the time that I have it in my you know my marked kind of thing. So I check it, but it didn't recognize it, and it was getting like closer to the word because it wasn't. It doesn't search for names. It search for words. You know. So if you don't know how to pronounce certain words, it helps you in that sense. So anyway, make long story short, I had to share that. And you know, it's a little vulnerability here and there. It's okay. I mean, we're all human, and you know, we can't be so perfect, right? 
Yes, absolutely. Even though when I look at myself in the mirror, Robert, I say, how perfect are you, Ria? <laughs> I know, I know. We're wonderfly and perfectly made in scriptures uh, even talking about. Well, it's not the look. It's the inside, how I feel, and I'm always improving, yeah. but you know, I just wanted to share some humor. So last week you were scheduled to come on the show, and, and we're glad you're yeah. feeling well, and you're back, and we did touch on a few things last week about you know um, our universal principles and how we live with them and and you really wanted to touch yeah. on spirituality even though you are an entrepreneur i mean your resume is incredible so we're going to touch on how that affects us in on a personal level as well as a professional level so even you know you have your experience working with fortune 200 companies and and uh um you you've traveled all over the world you 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 know you, i mean it's amazing amazing how much you know influence you have in there so i look at you as one of my influencers so thank you again <laughs> Thank you. I'm only 25. That's what's really even more amazing. Here you go. See, you <laughs> <Yeah. know we're> like... <laughs> 25 so is my mom. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, you know, I um, I read something that you said today, which has kind of grabbed my attention um, on Facebook, and you said what we um, get by achieving success is not as important as what we become in our journey through challenges, I'm I'm not quoting it word verbally, but by challenges, failure, and success. Um. So when you, when when we start with this, and and you know I'm here on the show, we try to inspire change. I try to inspire yeah. positive change, not any change because some changes can be not that good. Um. We inspiring positive change. We all can make a difference in our own lives and also in other people's lives. And you are very contributing into you know into making a difference in other people's as well um, on, on the business and also on the, on, on, the, on the personal level. So from your, what you wrote in today, you know, what do we take from that? What do you, what do you think about it? So let's start from there and then. Yeah, I, I think what happens is so many people have an idea of what success is. It, it could be, you know, a new, a new house. It could be, you know, fancy cars it could be you know whatever their idea everyone has a different idea what success is and how to measure success um but oftentimes in going after whatever that success is um we're missing what we call the journey and mm-hmm. and in that journey uh we are becoming whatever we're becoming during the journey not really where we land it's on the process of moving towards uh, that landing. And, and even when we land there, we're not staying there. We're continuing on this thing called the journey. So I think that the most uh, important thing isn't what you think is your success or where you think is, you know, makes you feel good about yourself or whatever. It's the, it's the fullness. It's the everything, the success, the failure, the challenges, the pain, all of life that all of us go through at different times is is what is what becomes us it's what it how it how we evolve through all that and that sure. is the most important and being conscious of that is the most important than actually landing at, at a place called bliss you know you said it beautifully because you now you're talking my language you really have to be you know deliberate and you have to be conscious of it and 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 I think you know that's why with my practice and I share it all the time because I always say you know if I can 
be the one to to put it to the test. I'm, I, you know, I have no place to share it. But you know, I, I really think like the more we conscious and the more we deliberate, and then when the more we stop to really think about the process, the journey that we are not the process, the journey itself. You know, and and, yeah. and and enjoy the 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 experience. So, like for me, you know, every year, you know, around the holidays, like, oh, you know, what do you want for for you know for Christmas or whatever your birthday? And I always, you know, say the same thing. I want a beautiful experience. I want to experience something beautiful. So, I for me, it's traveling. I love to travel to beautiful places and enjoy that. That experience to me, it's worth a lot more than any material things that I can get. You know, um, in 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 that sense, and I wanted to share something that I thought was, you know, think about the journey things, which I had funny comments about it. But I I, I uh, posted a while back, a long time ago, this thing called, you know, like if you find yourself now, you are going through the the process, right? You're on the journey. We we are taking, you know, if you find yourself, you're on the wrong train, on your path to whatever it is that you're going. Would you? <laughs> get off the train and get on the right one? Or would you continue thinking like, well, this is my path and there's nothing I can do about it? Of course, not asking you directly, but, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, the response most people took it is like, you know, I could be lost if I get off. What you take on that? Like, how, what would you do? Like, what would your thoughts would be from that perspective? If you find yourself, you're on the wrong train through life, right? In your journey. Would you get off? The next stop, or would you? I, I'd, I'd get off even before the next stop if it was possible. So I would, you know, because I mean, sometimes it's a timing thing, and you're in a, a relationship, or you're in some kind of a commitment that uh, that you've got to keep. Um, then that's that's a, that's a, that's one story. But but typically, I would jump off as quick as I could, even if I get a few bumps and bruises, because. Um, because you're aware, you're aware that where you're going isn't the right direction. And awareness is the first step to change and, and mm. transformation. So now I'm aware I'm going in the wrong direction. Why wait? Why take the time and wait to continue to go in the wrong direction? That doesn't make sense. That's, I think, insanity in some ways. Other than, you know, like I, I said, commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm thinking like the, the process of how most most people think, right? You know, if it was yeah. too much effort into it, I mean, I think we program, and this is like something that, you know, I try to keep always bringing it up in, in, in on the show. You know, when you, when you conscious of the programs that you have in your head, in your mind, like what you believe and what you think and how you think life is all about, it tied into what universal principles are and, you know, uh, universal laws might as well, right? So most people think it's like, well, this is, you cannot go against, you know, some of these like gravity, you know, laws or some of these universal laws that really put me in that path, you know. So why would I want to go against it? Um, because it might lead me to a better place. Thinking like, you know, we don't have options. And I think um, it, it really uh, um, people don't understand what universal principles are and how they really affect our lives. So would you want to touch on that? Because I know you and I, we talked about it off the air and, I love to hear what your thoughts about principle, universal principles. Well, yeah, I mean, there's tons of universal principles, and you can fight against them if you want, but they're there, and so that's how the cre- it's all it's throughout the universe, and so 
like gravity is a great one because, you know, I, I don't believe in gravity. I don't want to pay attention to gravity. I'm just going to ignore gravity. Well, you can go ahead and try doing that while walking out of a four-floor window. Building. I know. And, and you'll, before you, you know, hit, bite the dust, um, you'll learn some things about gravity, even though you've been ignoring it and don't want to deal with it. So there's certain things that are principles, and there's, I mean, hundreds and thousands of principles uh, we could we could dive into, but that that are there, which which we should be conscious of because ignoring them doesn't help us, and being conscious of it of it does. I mean, the, here's one: body, soul, spirit. Is there? Are we in a body? Do we have a soul, a mind, will, and emotions? And do we have a spirit? Well, yes, we do. That's that's what's how we've been created. You know, body, soul, spirit. Well, I'm not going to worry about my body. Okay, well, mm-hmm. see how that gets you. Well, I'm right. not going to worry about my spirit. Well, then you're going to be limited in your understanding and and the manifestations of, of what you've been created to become and to to uh, to bring out to the world. Um, well, then I don't want to pay attention to you know my conscious life. Well, you know you're going to have a really difficult time. You know so. So those are things that are there, and we can pay attention to them, which benefits us, or we can ignore them, which really doesn't have any good thing for us, and many times very harmful things by not being conscious of of those principles. Well, the reason I think, and this is, you know, again, I, you know, I just want to remind our listeners, this is a, a thought-provoking show, and we just expressing our thoughts, and, and it's, right. you know, you join us on the thoughts, please feel free to call in and or Skype us at 626-213-5773. So my thought is, I think we are uh, um, programmed to self-sabotage ourselves, our lives. So in, in, in that sense, you know, I always find it, you know, to be amazing how our mind works. Because I think, you know, I mean, the, the creation of us, you know, the, the physical being that we are, you know, um, is connected to a soul, to to a spirit, you know, that's who we really are, right? This is the true, you yeah. know, um, essence of who we are. I mean, the, the physical is just like a material thing. It's just, you know, it comes right. and goes. But the, the, the spirit is itself. But if we live, and this is what is so hard to kind of understand, you know, um, who can, you know, I mean, it's not like about control, but like who monitor these, you know, way of thinking, you know, I mean, we realize that if something is, is self-destructive to us, why can we just, you know, thinking like, okay, I have a choice. I am living this life, you know, time right now. I can, you know, think about this lifetime. What can I do to, to change it? You know, does it come from the, the, the mind or does it come how, for how, how you feel about your current situation? Does that make any sense? Because I think, you know, we, we think something, right? So, like, let's say right now I'm panicking about, like, oh, my God, my computer can just stop, right? So fear, you know, mm-hmm. stands for sometimes um, uh, false evidence appear real, right? So I'm thinking, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, this is going to happen, and therefore I'm going to cancel the show. And I'm not going to do the show because I'm, like, determined this is not going to work out because it's dark outside. We have, like, thunderstorm or whatever, and I can just lose power right now. This is, like, you know, because if if I want to change the way – now I'm feeling anxious, right? So the thought comes first, and then the emotion, and then you act on it. So and, and yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out here, if you can help me, and maybe, you, you know, I don't know if you have thought about that, there has to be a change in the process. Where does the change occur? 
in the heart or yeah. in the mind? Well, I think I think it's uh, integrated. So it's our, 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 you know, that's the one of the problems is we like to separate, you know, body, soul, spirit. When you really can't, um, it's all they're all integrated. So, in fact, there, science is now proving that we have that our heart um, is a brain. Actually, our heart brain is is more powerful than our than our brain. Mm. So they've actually now are are you know when they said you know uh, you know ponder the things in your heart that your heart really is, is, is there, there's a brain. I mean, they've even done, you know, people who've had heart transplants, they begin to remember things that um, of the life of the person they received the heart from. And so, and that's tied to their brain, right? Cause they're remembering things. So that's now their mind, but it's attached to your heart. So I think it's heart, mind, soul, spirit, it's all integrated. And I think, you even when you you know depart this dimension of this body, you don't you're not losing all of those elements. So I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's from the heart, which is a brain, and science is proving that, um, or your mind, or your feeling, which is tied to everything, your spirit, which is could be manifesting something uh, from the other dimension. It's I think it's just an integrative. But I don't think I don't think anybody can really separate it out from time to time and really say, well, that just was from my mind or that just was from my heart or that just was from my body type thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes I mean, it, it's uh, over, um, you know, I don't know. I try to put it to the test and I try to think about, you know, where which one did it come first? The, the thought comes first or the, the emotion comes first? Um, and, and, you know, if you want to make any changes and, and I mean, again, the purpose of this conversation is really to kind of help the listeners, you know, trying to be a little bit more conscious of how they feel and what they're thinking. Right. And if you yeah. want to know what you're thinking, you should know how you feel. That's how I look at it, because, you know, if I'm feeling edgy, you know, or something is just like not quite right. You know, with me, I always try to pinpoint to what, what's going on. What, what was I thinking? Like, what was I thinking? Like, what brought that emotion? Or is it vice versa? Sometimes it's vice versa. It's intuition. So then the thought comes. So I'm sensing something. I hadn't really been thinking on it. It's just I'm sensing it. And now I'm thinking, okay, what is that sensing? So it can it can be vice versa. And then if we're if we're not interpreting it correctly, uh, then the thought can really take over and the feelings can go in a whole different direction, you know, because of the thoughts. But sometimes you're sensing a panic, uh, which could be like, get out of there, because there's a reason you need to get out of there. And you hadn't been thinking about it. You're just sensing and feeling I need to I'm panicking. I need to get out of here. Then you get out of there and you realize the building's about to burn down. Well, you didn't think about a burnt burning building. You thought mm-hmm. I just got to get out. Where'd that come from? God, mm-hmm. did it come from? You know, you, you know who? I mean, I don't know. An angel? I, whatever it was, you 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 had the feeling, and then the thought came afterwards. So, I think it can come both ways. Oftentimes, though, our thoughts, as a man thinks, that's how they become. That's how they feel. So, mm-hmm. a lot of times, the feelings are triggered by thought, but not always. You know, I mean, it, it, again, it's like, a, I don't know why we shifted to this, but it's still kind of relevant. But, I mean, I think about yeah. it a lot of time. I feel, and I think each one of us could be very intuitive, and we have that within us. You know, I just think when we t- you tune in, you find that. 
And but what really puzzles me a lot of time on a personal level when I think about it, you know, even, you know, I'm very intuitive. I'm very, very intuitive. But sometimes I feel I don't have, like, I will think about something, literally, and it just happens. And, and this yeah. is kind of strange, right? But what really the problem is, because if, if that's really very good, right, and everything happens really well and according to universal principles and everything, then, you know, I am getting my desired outcome. But the problem sometimes, I am not thinking the right thing. Do you follow what I'm saying? What I, yeah. you know, like, so I, I want my business. I want that show. I want that TV show. I want this stuff, right? And I'm thinking it's like, you know, everything happens. I manifest. I bring the right people in my life, and they talk about it, and they try to help me get there. But when I use my intuitive power, and this is like, becomes like natural for me, I feel I'm not positioning in the right place. So, therefore, I'm not getting the right outcome. Yep. So that way, is it where is where is the where would you do the change? I mean, how would you change that? Well, it's 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 it really it's it, it, it you know wisdom comes right in through the journey. Wisdom comes in our learning. What I know today, I didn't know when I was you know twenty five. You know, I wish I did, but I didn't. Yeah. But I've learned, sure. and some of it, some of it, I think, is important, especially when there's. Um, major decisions made and you sense and been thinking that this is the way to go. I think wisdom is in a multitude of counsels sometimes. I mean, in the end, Mm -hmm. we're making the decision, but there's people, there's creation, there's all kinds of things we can draw from experiences that we can say, okay, based on everything, all, and I'm, I'm taking my time, I'm meditating, I'm praying, I'm looking for direction. I'm asking the people that I trust, and then I'm I'm sensing that this is the way to go, and 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 even then doesn't mean it's it's going to be uh, success the way we think success is. Success might mean you lose everything. People go, how can that be success? Because it's going to take you, you know, a whole new direction. Stretch, you wouldn't have right? you wouldn't have gone if you if you had all the riches, right? So there's all these different things playing into it, and so I don't think there's any way you can measure all of it. Um, accurately, but you can begin to start using and tapping into wisdom a lot more as you start looking at every, uh, uh, you know, all using all the senses around you versus just your own thought, you know. And that's that's really good what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's a scripture that says, you know, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way to death or destruction. Um, And so, so they may think it's right. I just feel like I feel it. I sense it. I just know it. And then, boom, you know, they're walking off a, a bridge or something. You know, they, they took a wrong turn. And, and again, um, and I love the other scripture, Romans eight twenty eight, that says all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to those purposes. So I, you know, I'm one of these guys that even destruction is uh, can be very, very positive. <laughs> Because it all can end up you, what you learn, what you've grown through. You know, I've lost this, and man, if I wouldn't have lost it, I wouldn't have found this other thing, this this wisdom and this other stuff. So, yeah. So, I, if you go through life with understanding that, you you lose. When you lose, you actually win. And sometimes when you win, you actually lose because it could take you completely off course of where you're supposed to be. So, it's all those things you've got to pay attention to. 
So true. You know, I'm thinking my, my thought also is, uh, you know, we should really focus more on what we need for our highest good, for our highest purpose, mm-hmm. right? Instead of asking for what we want, because what we want might not be good for us. So, I mean, thinking like, oh, I want this and I want that, and then all of a sudden, because you're going against these principles, you feel, you know, your life are going in a direction that you don't want it, because you originally went against some of these universal, you know, principles telling you it's not the right thing with you. You know, I mean, I'm an executive coach and I'm a leadership coach and I teach my clients. And one of the, some of the things that when we set goals and stuff like that, one of the first thing I ask him, why this goal? What does that mean for you when it, it happens? How is that going to yeah. change your business? How is that going to change your life, you know, on a personal level? What would that do for you? And, you know, even in my book, Your Life, Your Way, The Ten Must Have Goals, I pointed out exactly the same way. Why is it that we focus on the things that we always want, thinking these are the best things for us? Where we should be really focusing on what is it that we need and where is our life right now and how can we fill in the gap? Yes. You know, because yeah. like a bridging, you know, you need to build a bridge and you need to be walking on solid ground. You cannot be, I, I will say like when I refer to life in sense, in, 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 um, in that perspective, you know, it's like if you think about uh, driving, right? If you don't yeah. have a GPS and you think you're going somewhere, so you say, you know what, Ria, I'm taking a trip to Oregon. Well, you live in Arizona. No, I'm sorry. You live in Oregon, right? Yeah, I live right? in You Bend, live in Oregon, Oregon, right. And you're going to say, like, I'm going to Washington State, right? And you said, you know yeah. what, I'm going to Washington State, but I've never been there. And I said, well, uh, Robert, how are you going to get there? I'm like, well, I'll just follow the highway. But if you don't have a GPS that is going to take you and you know what's on the road, like, so, you know, when these obstacles, when these roadblocks comes out and all the stuff, and if you're not planning ahead, it's really not going to work, you know. So you're going to have a problem. It might take you like 10 hours to get to Washington State, and it's probably two hours drive or three hours. I don't know how, long, how far it is, but I don't think it's that far, right? Yeah. Right. No, so no. it depends on where you are. But do you follow what I'm, you know, my concept, what I'm thinking? Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can't, yeah, you have, you know, that's, the, you know, I'm a coach as well, and in the first, first, uh, first step is awareness, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the biggest awareness is where am I now? You know, it's like in, you go to a mall map and you're going, uh, you are in the map says you are here. Well, right. if you don't know where you are, no matter where How you go, gonna... you're, you're, you're not going to get there properly because you don't even know where you're at right now. Right, right. So that's important to, to be aware of where you are. And then you can now plot a course that takes you to, uh, you know, with, with the, it gives you the bridges and gives you the. The, the right GPS to get you to where you want to go. Well, I think that sounds fantastic. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I would love to uh, pick your brain on how you use some of these principles in your own business and in your own life and, you know, what some of the tips that we can share on the air. So we'll be right back, okay? Please stay Thank tuned. you. Thanks. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Dr. 
David Kenneth Waldman founded to love children. When I met Dr. David Kenneth Waldman in my office, uh, when I was the minister in charge of gender, and he came to sell me this idea, his vision of, of uh, the girl-child education, I embraced it because I thought this is the way we would be able to empower our young girls. Please go to tolovechildren.org and donate. Thank you for helping me to take my passion and turn it into action. We can all take part. Please visit tolovechildren.org and please make a difference. Check us out. Uh, this is Kotria and you are listening to your Life Now radio show. Um, this is a dear to my heart and uh, um, check us out. We all can make a difference. So thanks again for being here. And today we are speaking with Robert Rechdoli. <laughs> See if I made it right this time. And before the show, we're talking about, <laughs> you know, I have to like go back to my pronunciation. Um, yeah. and, and <laughs> thank you for being here, Robert. We're talking about your universal principle. We're talking about the journey to success and how we define success and, and all the good stuff about, you know, um, in order for us to get somewhere in life, we need to know a starting point. And, and we were talking about, you know, the, the reference that you referred to before the break. You know, if you go to the mall and you see the map and says you are here, because now you can reference to where you're going, right? So you can understand, like, which way you're going to go to get to that store, to get to that place. And that makes a lot of sense. And uh, we also talked about, like, you know, how how do we manage, like, you know, our intuitive, you know, um, feelings or thoughts, you know, what makes us think and do certain things, because we know as we think as we are, and what we do, we put in our mind is what brings, you know, to our life in general. So it, let me, let me ask you, you are a coach, you are a businessman, you work with, um, you have over 25 years experience in Fortune 200 companies, um, you host your own show, you, you, you are an expert, you know, um, in relationships. So maybe we need to talk about that. People love talking about relationships, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe we can, like, sort of wrap it in, sense of, you know, what you think it it got you to where you are right now. We'll start with, you know, um, I mean, 25 years, 25 years. Yeah. Right? So that's yeah. a lot of experience. Yes, and probably the greatest thing that I can say about the twenty of experience in business and really life, um, it is it, it it's it is it's tied to relationships. It's tied to caring about others um, as much or more than myself, and right. which is which is what love is, right? So, uh, starting out, um, I was very fortunate to have two loving parents that taught me love at a high level. Uh, since I was a kid, a very confident mm-hmm. kid, as I was loved. I'm, right. I was told I was great. I was told I was beautiful inside and out, and I believed it at a young age. Nice. Um, and so I was fortunate, and some people aren't as fortunate, but the truth is that's, that's who they really are created to be, even though they haven't been told that, even though they may have not believed it themselves. It really is the good seed within them that they, they or others have been missing. Um, we're all created with that good seed. And um, and so I have a friend, David Van Cronkite, who, you know, he, he quoted the, this idea that if the kingdom of God is anything, which is, of course, the whole universe, the kingdom of God, 
if it is anything, and it is everything, it is relational, supernaturally relational. And um, one of the things when I was in sales and my sales background, I, you know, you have to present your value, you have to present your products, but the key to my success was trust. The key to my success was I, because my clients knew that I cared about them, that I wasn't going to sell them anything, but I was going to offer them value of things that they needed, uh, then I, I, I sold a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, let me, let me so, pause you here on a second just so I can yeah. keep on the same thought. So what you're telling me yeah. here, relationship is very important, you, you, you know, uh, for success. And, and that really helps you. I mean, building a right relationship, you started with a great relationship, your parents, right? You had the yep. loving, supporting parents, and you took that to life in general and business. Does that make, does that really support what I'm thinking? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And and having a greater conscious than yourself, having mm-hmm. seen the, you know, a God conscious, you know, Christ conscious, it was that made for me, um, having that foundation of love and and in relationship to my parents and, and my siblings, although you know you had your fights and stuff with your siblings, um, was definitely the foundation for my success. And that's that's a great foundation because I think one of the the key um, to any successful business is really having the right relationship, you know, whether with their employees. Um, or with other, you know, with their clients as well. And then the trust, of course, you know, having a relationship comes, you know, from trust. You can't build a relationship without a trust. And then, of course, communication. So what's some of the other things that you think it helped you, you know, become who you are? Or what inspired you to want to coach and, 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 you know, and help other optimize their their opportunity in business and in life? Yeah. Well, I come from the another pr- universal principle that is at least it's a universal principle for me of that we can we can't do it alone. Um, and so knowing that we can't do it alone means we need other people. Um, I mean, it's just that the science has proven it. You, 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 anybody who left alone um, by themselves for a period of time um, with and so they become inward. Um, it usually leads to to to, to death, death mm. inside, and eventually physical death. So so that's proven. Um, so we need each other, and then in needing each other, you have people who condition us. I think earlier you used the word program. We're programmed to self sabotage. I don't think we're born that way. I think we're conditioned. No, of uh, course. Right. And so the so because of the conditions of the world around us, our own thoughts, other people's thoughts about us, other people's intentions, experiences, and other people's words that we had in, uh, uh, taken in, inside, um, all condition us a certain way. And then what gets us out of there is is not just ourselves. Um, I, I you know I attribute you know God and other people that God has put around you that you can trust, that you can build a relationship that can guide you uh, and walk you along that bridge from from point A, which is bondage, to point B, which is freedom. And um, and so the, I love coaching, and that's, that's why, I, like, you love coaching, because mm-hmm. coaching isn't telling people what to do. Coaching is being a friend, being a cheerleader with that other person, 
asking questions, pondering mm-hmm. options, mm-hmm. and being with that person regardless of what decision they make. Right. That's a real friend. Right. And so that's why I like coaching. And I did the same thing when I was in sales. I, I didn't come in there to sell them things. I came in there to hear their needs and then try to create and find solutions for them to serve them. And then as you serve them, you got paid for serving them. So, yeah, I mean, it works in business, works in real life, works in your marriage, works with your children. And the more you become a servant, uh, the greater you become in life. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautifully said. Yes, that is so true. I mean, it's uh, one of the things that I was going to share to the end, you know, my thoughts for the day. But I think, you know, um, uh, Magnin, McLaughlin, I think his name or that's a, yeah, it says, we waste a lot of time running after people we could have caught by just standing still. So we mm. consume ourselves with a lot of different things in, in life, and some of, most of it is not even, you know, serving our purpose. And when you, I mean, I always say, no matter, I have many years of corporate sales experience, my background, you know, coming from, from sales, and one of the things that that came to me, like what you just said, you know, when I went in on a call, and this is like, you know, talking millions of dollar deals and stuff, and I'm sitting there, and I'm walking in there, and they're like, you know, nobody's going to give you anything without building that trust and, and, and knowing that they can rely on you for anything. Even if you don't have everything that they're looking for, you can probably find a way to help them get it. You know, whether outsourcing yeah. or giving you know other solutions. But what made me successful is my attitude. What you just said, in that sense, like you know, in sales, it's it's going with the attitude that I really just want to know how I can help you and be in service to you. And I think my point, what I'm trying to make here, I think each one of us are here on this on 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 earth to be in service of somebody else, another soul, another person, or just ourselves. Who knows? You know, if you're not, you know, in, in in business or whatever, it could be just your family, your kids, your your partners, whoever. Just to offer service to someone else, it gives them that assurance that they can do and be with you, and they feel good about you. So I have a I have a thought provoking question for you. If you will, like you said, you know, if I if I can if I've done something when I was 25 differently or whatever the expression that most people say, if I know what I know. You know, if I could take it back, if you have the ability, and this is the question, if you have the ability to go back in time and do something different that can change something, can change the future, my first part of the question is, at what age would you want to go back to? And the second part of the question, what would you change? Boy, that's a difficult... Uh, so you can answer really one part difficult. if you want. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it's difficult for a couple of things because if, if you go back to change something, it changes a, a lot of things that are so beautiful today. But 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 at the time, if I were to go back there, and I'll just give you an example, uh, my divorce, going through my divorce, mm-hmm. my kids, my sons were ten and fourteen, mm-hmm. and being there for them every night, it it it, it crushed me inside, but also was was very hurtful to my sons uh, even though thankfully we had had great relationship during that time and and and, and since that time we had, I'm so blessed to have that with my boys they're 32 and 28 now but going back knowing what I know now uh the marriage could have been saved and I would have been there with them through you know that those years so 
So that, but then I, then I think, well, then I wouldn't have met Joyce, who's I just her and I are best friends, and we've been married 16 years. And <laughs> so you go, I don't know, like if I choose that, I miss that. So well, I would, hypothetically, I would, yeah, I mean, hypothetically, yeah. if you would not, if you have the ability to control what you have right now, and and the good stuff is is working for you, but if you can go back and do something differently, yeah. at what age, first of all, would you? You go at the time when you were married. The first time? Yeah, I probably would. You know, I, I probably would go back to. Uh, I and, and again, I'm, I'm going to take away all the good that's happened just 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 to separate it because there's no way I would really go back. To be honest with you, if, if I had a choice to go back, and I would I would not have my kids because if I go back to 18, made some choices differently that I probably should have done, my sons wouldn't be here, my and and I wouldn't sure. never do that. So now you would so, change it the I, whole future, right? Uh, I think I would go back to be honest with you um, because then it would change everything. And, and, and what I have today is so wealthy that I, 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 I couldn't go back and, and do that. So, but if I were to go back, I'd probably go back about instead of going back way back. That would change my family situation. I'd probably go back around 15 years ago and some of the business decisions I made and relationships I thought I could trust uh, didn't have the wisdom or the tools to measure and the intuition to see some things that I would see very clearly today. So that would probably be it, is, is, is the wisdom I've gleaned in the last 15, 20 years. If I would have gone back uh, from a financial standpoint and from a um, – and again, I can't even say that because if I if I wouldn't have lost everything in that one business deal, that wouldn't have taken me to 15 countries. So I'm going to stand what I stood before. Is I wouldn't go back for any reason. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I like what you say. And if I, you don't mind, since this is a conversation and thought provoking show, I want to share yeah, with you it. what my thinking about yeah. this. Because I've, yeah. I've you know I've always tried to study the human mind and how we behave and why we behave a certain way and I'm always curious you know because I'm only gonna yeah. better me and help me better other people by sharing that information so I can they can you know so I, I asked that question so many times and I used to think to myself because I made a lot of, of not great decision when I was like about to go to school like coming here from a different country and learning English and doing all the stuff and I made a lot of decisions, you know, financial decisions that were not the best for my not and they still affecting my life today. So my thinking like, you know, if you go to my website, one of my website, coachingbyria.com, on the first home page you'll see the code that I coded Mother Teresa when she said, and this is really true how I live my life, yesterday has gone, tomorrow is not here. All we have is today. Let's begin. So that's always been my attitude. But then when I was like feeling, you know, it's like some of the things is, is, is I'm living it right now, but it should have stayed in the past. So my point, again, that I wanted to bring it back to, to, to uh, what you were saying, I agree with you because my thought was like, I want to go back to that age when I came to this country, which was 17, right? I would probably have yep. made different choices, you know, as far as my education. I would start making quick, you know, uh, my my because I've always come from a business entrepreneurial mind and how I think you know that you can create your own future and blah 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 all <laughs> whatever it is but that's you know it's always been there it's not like something I had to you know uh, invent but I took things for for granted I took a lot of things for granted back then and I just said if I had made some changes 
I would probably have gotten different results right now, so I wouldn't have to be dealing with it. But then, like you said, you know, then my son will, you know, will not be born. I would not have married my husband. I would not have met the people that I met in my life. I would not have become the person that I am right now, you know, if uh, if I just like, you know, wanted to go back and, 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 and fix something. So the point, again, is to start from where you are right now, even regardless of how tough it is. And I am. I still deal with certain things. Like I said, I always like to show my vulnerable side that I am not perfect and it's always work in progress, and there's always room for improvement in anything that you do in life. For that purpose, I agree with you, and for that reason, I always feel like, you know, uh, now, right now, this second that we're talking, this moment right now, that's all that exists. Yep. So, you yep. know, trying to change and go against some of these universal principles and thinking like, you know, you know what, who knows? I mean, with the way technology is, maybe we can in our mind go back in, 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 the, uh, um, in time and, and be able to do things like go to, into a different dimension. I actually had yeah. a great guest that came on my show. He wrote a book called The Tenth Dimension. And, and it, it was mind-blowing how he talked about it because when you think about deja vu, when you think about the certain things that happen in our everyday life, you feel like you live multiple lives and you feel like you, tr- you travel, right? And some, some philosophers, some people think like we actually die every time we go to sleep and we reborn every day. So if we really want to believe, I do believe that we reborn every day because every day it's a brand new day for us to think, you know, and to, to do yeah. and to change yeah. and, and to have that ability, um, which we couldn't probably do if you if you still live it in the past and, you know. No, I agree. It's, yeah, it's it's really interesting, but you know, it's it's definitely um it's a work work in progress, I think for all of us. I think we all trying to do our best um to make yeah. the best of it. That's what I keep trying to tell myself every time I feel like, Oh, Rhea, if you had just not did that, you know <laughs> You could be yeah, saving yeah, this yeah. much money making a payment to something that was done years ago, right? Um it, yeah. it it's 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 crazy. So what do you think? Oh yeah, totally, totally agree. You, you, there, and there's, and it's, it's a, it is about the now. I mean, like you said, we can, we, we've seen the movies, and, 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 and you know, someday, who knows? You know, the way the technology is growing, and it's, you know, but I, I agree, it's the now. It's all about the now, and, and it's all about the present. And what are you doing in this moment, and capturing, and, and then the next day, like you said, is a brand new day for another moment to live other moments to live and, 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 and do some good in the world around you. Yes, that's so true. And, uh, um, so we're going to wrap up the show. I'm going to share my, my thoughts of the day. Um, but I want you to, if you could please, you know, share a few tips, a few helpful tips from your experience, you know, in, in, in business and in life, um, that some of our listeners, hopefully they can benefit from. You, you got it. When, when do you want me to do that? Right now. <laughs> okay. Whatever you're ready. Well, well, or we can take a break. Here's a, we can come back. No. Well, no, we, I'm ready. We okay, can, go we can for do it. that. Uh, well, first of all, do, forgive yourself. I mean, we've got, you know, we know that forgiveness is huge. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you need to release and forgive others. Um, most of them don't know what they're doing. Most of their, their hurt towards you might is because of their own hurt. And that's, you know, hurt people hurt people. So forgiveness is huge. 
take every opportunity to forgive and don't wait to forgive because it just is a poison that you're swallowing thinking it's going to hurt somebody else. Unforgiveness is is not good. So forgive and then forgive yourself because we're going to blow it and we're going to continue to blow it and we're going to grow and then we'll blow it again and we'll grow and blow it. So forgive yourself. It's important. Um, We're human. We're going to make mistakes. Don't be heavy on yourself. Take it light and learn from it. Um, that's, that's another thing. And then love big, find ways that you can touch others. And when you serve others, you are serving yourself. People go, well, if I do, if I serve others, how's it? Because you, you're, you were born, you're created to Mm -hmm. serve. That's what Mm -hmm. you're created to do. And so live in that creative part of you, that love part of you. And, uh, and it will serve you. You'll feel brighter You'll get up feeling better about yourself because you're not thinking about yourself because you're serving others, which then is serving you. And life is just that much better. That's my encouragement for today. Well, beautifully said. And, and uh, you know, thank you so much. And I'm going to share my thoughts or please stay um, on the call so we can we can see if you have any comment about that. Well, my thoughts of the day, I would, okay. you know, try to bring something to the surface to just bring awareness. I think the most important day about the day, it's the day itself and how you planned it. And, I, you know, we all know, you know, I, I think there's a quote out there that says how you start your day, you know, determine what your day will look like, right? So I think yeah. the, 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 um, for happiest life, really plan every day. Like it's the most important day in your life. And, and, and you know what? You have to become that person that you really admire the most. First, in order for you to be in service of other, you really need to be in service of yourself. So admire that. And, you know, I'm an action-driven person. So everything in life is a result of an action. So if you don't like the results that you have in your life right now, why wouldn't you start taking different action steps? Make sure you don't forget to accept for responsibility for all the results that shows up in your life. I'm doing this right now. And that's what we're talking about, like, if we go back. You know, there's certain things that, you know, you have probably have done in the past or something like that. You need to take action and you need to change it right now. But think about it in that moment and prioritize everything in your life accordingly. Remember, we live in a world of cause and effect. And then also the key to all the information that we share, not for you to get constipated with information, it's for you to process the information that you hear. If something serves your purpose, go for it. Learn from it. Process it in a way that makes sense in your life. You know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, the more you know. But the more you know and the more you put what you know into practice. Because ideas and thought without action remains to be ideas and thoughts. And that's my thought for the day. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and I like to go back to the beginning thought is if you're, uh, go, if you're on, the wrong, on the train going to the wrong place and you know it's the wrong place, Get off that train quickly. <laughs> that is so true. And, I, you know, some people had some lost. funny comments. Some people say, well, if they have a bar, I'll stay. And some people said, well, you know, <laughs> it's too much work to get off. And that's what I think yeah. is it's, it's, we really, um, again, that's based on uh, conditioned, you know, programming where, you know, whether it's media or your, your home, your school, your environment, your work, whatever, that is conditioning you to believe that you don't have choices. The truth is you have a plenty of choices and it's up to you to live your life your way. So, you know, again, yeah. 
you got to do it that way. I am uh, I'm going to end the show with a forward um, from uh, a client, dash a friend, a dear friend of mine, about my book, Your Life, Your Way. So until next time, Robert, we'd love to have you back. So please, you know, come back and, and share some of your success and great stories with us. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me, Rhea, and uh, blessings to all of you out there, and we'll be back uh, soon. I'll take care. You remember the show will be archived the minute we go off the air and will be available for download to listen to it on this link. Also in the iTunes podcast section, the Stitcher app, and coming soon iHeart. I'm looking forward to have all those different avenues to, for you to keep you know, listening and, and please support our show. Thank you. Until next time. Thanks. Stay amazing. Take care. Everyone in life needs a coach, and I mean everyone. The problem is when I met Rhea Wilkie in the fall of 2008, I would never have agreed with that statement. I thought things were going fine. I had just opened up my own law practice, and I stumbled upon Rhea Wilkie through a mutual friend. I started working with Rhea Wilkie as a way to help me with my professional practice. And what I came to learn is that my professional practice, my opportunities business-wise, was so closely intertwined with my personal life and that making changes in my personal life was the surest, most direct way to enhance my professional life. I had no idea at that time that issues like self-esteem, passion, self-growth, self-development, relationship with people, which seemed like personal issues, were really issues that were driving my professional life. Rhea helped me so greatly get through these personal issues, and the results were almost astounding and unexpected in my professional life, that once I dealt with personal issues, my professional practice flourished. I'm so grateful for having met Rhea Wilkie. I'm so grateful for her friendship, and I'm very happy that she is bringing her technique on this audio CD, offering it to all those who are interested. Ken Kaplan, 2013. Thank you.